Welcome to Clydesdale Media, fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off the checkout at c4energy.com. On Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the widest array of content here on our YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Clydesdale Media Roundtable. Not Roundtable. It's Sunday night. I am fried after quarterfinals, and I'm not even an athlete. Um, this is Clydesdale Media Presents, the athletes of the 2023 CrossFit Games. One of them is sitting right beside me, but she had the weekend off. Um, other than she did all the workouts for your benefit to give you the best analysis in the business. We have Jamie Latimer. Jamie, thank you so much for doing this all weekend Absolutely. long. Yeah, it's been my pleasure. And you just got back from your anniversary dinner? We did. Yep. Had some steak and lobster mac and cheese. It was all fantastic. I'm totally satisfied. And after doing the qualifiers, the quarterfinal qualifiers uh did you deserve that that steak and lobster mac i don't know if i'd say i deserved it there were so many mistakes and mishaps and questionable effort maybe on a couple but um i mean yeah i'm glad i went through them i tried um got to experience some of those new movements and yeah it was it was a good weekend well let's be honest you and i texted to you and i texted today and you didn't sign up. You were right. just doing them for shits and giggles. Right. And it's really hard to get motivated to do all the intricacies of a full workout. Go over the standards 800 times like you would if it was your, your thing. Um, so it's understandable you're going to misstep here and there because it's not, it doesn't matter to you at the end of the day. Right. Absolutely. You, I mean, I'm just getting I, a good workout in. Yeah. Um, there's a couple that I'm like, you gotta like push to go dark, like that, like get that feeling. Um, and I feel like I backed off of, on a few, but that's okay. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't need to wreck myself every weekend. I went pretty hard in the training think tank one last weekend. And I think that's what the intention was there. So just kind of getting like the videoing and I measured, I think in two, two of the five um, and made like made sure I did all those steps. I did not measure in all of them, but um, just, you know, practicing some of that little stuff, big stuff, the big stuff that goes wrong. <laughs> so did you, did you hear Brian last night, Brian friend talk about what training think tank did for their quarterfinal camp? No. So I was like, just trying to catch up on this. I thought I they said they had a judge in. I didn't realize any of this. So apparently, I think someone's trying to get Max on to confirm all this um, tonight, but they paid judges to come in and judge the athletes who are paid to do it at the CrossFit Games so that their athletes would not be penalized. Right. Because they would have a, a like qualified grade A judge on them the entire time. And week one one of the athletes, Jake Berman got assessed a major penalty through a video review 
that was across the room because you have to get all that handstand walk into the video, all of that stuff. And he was assessed for extension on his front squats when a judge who does this all the time was two feet away judging Man. him. That is, that is a bad mark on CrossFit if that yeah. is truly, truly what happened. Yeah, I would be curious what that judge has to say. Did they try to contact anybody and be like, listen, I, man, that's crazy. So my, my, so my, my understanding is Max is not happy. Max you would be furious. This yeah. is, he paid, he paid to prevent this from happening. Right. And, and it blew up in his face on the first event. Hmm. So, yeah. I am super curious to find out what happened there. So was, yeah, I'm curious too. I'm curious if Jake was the only one, was it only workout one? Was there, or was there multiple with multiple athletes? Um, yeah, that's, that's not good. That's not a good look. No, so you don't trust your games judges is what, is what we're hearing. Yeah. My guess is CrossFit didn't know that that person was brought in, looked at the video, uh, made their assessment. And now, look the fool when you're questioning one of your own people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not good. I want, I'm curious to hear the backstory on this one. Yeah. That's going to be really interesting. So what I want to do first is I'm going to show your video of workout five. You okay. did it this morning. Yep. Um, and so Bruce, it is, well, it is not Jamie's anniversary. She celebrated her anniversary tonight, but it was yeah. actually last week. It was Wednesday. I had to coach at the gym all night. So, and she had fillets and lobster mac and cheese, if you're wondering. So, let's go ahead and go to your workout um, of number five. And you actually, you know, we've talked about this a lot. You don't have 15 foot ceilings in your gym. Correct. 14 and a half feet. So Correct. you actually, you actually went to another gym to do the rope climbs for this event. Mm -hmm. Why that's funny. We're going to learn it as we go through this. Okay. So. Is that 15? <laughs> so this, this starts off with 21 deadlifts. Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. And the 21 is done at, it looks like 135, 185, 155, 155. Yep. See me trying to judge this workout from the video from this far away. I can't even tell what that bumper plate is. Uh, the bumper is a 15. Yeah. So I have the blue 45s on and then um, 15s. Going back to know. our training think tank discussion. Your judge can see those bumpers way better than I can. Yes. So I did. This is those, those, those look, I think if I remember you broke once. Yes. Six, 15, six or 16, five, which I think I do with the exact same on the gymnastics. Um, so then you head over and you're good at chest bar. I feel like I've gotten significantly better. I think we talked about that, that I had hoped for a, I had hoped to be tested at legends in Chestabar B 
because I haven't been tested in volume chest bar since the California legends the year before in any, in any comp really. Um, so to only see 21 here is, a you know, again, back to like, I want to see a workout with like 20 or more for over five rounds or something like that, you know? Um, yeah. Chest bar seemed to have taken like a backseat in the last two years. It's strange because that's the one thing that always like that always would railroad me. Um, str- like strength, of course, but then chest bar, like always, I'd be doing great, and then week out five, workout five with um, chest bar and thrusters would always tank me. So I've worked on them so hard for the last like eighteen months, um, and I feel like they've gotten a lot better. But so yeah. now we jump to. 185. So I threw, threw 15s on again from the 155, 15s on each side. So I'm at 185. And then you go through those. Yep. So I did 10 five there. Bar muscle ups. Yep. And I did 11 four here. So this guy without the shirt, is that the guy we blame? No, hundred percent me. That is Daniil. So that's the guy from my gym that um, qualified. So that's who I was doing all these with. We wanted to do, I wanted to do this one with him. So he was set up, but since we were at this gym and Ronica came with us, she was the only one there. Um, the owner, so they, they had like eight people qualify and we had planned on coming to do at least this one, if not two with them. Um, and they finished them all yesterday. They did three back to back to back. And Daniil didn't really want to do that. And so they were kind enough to let us in today. Um, she's 33 weeks pregnant and I didn't want her messing with the weights really. Um, so we went separate so that Rana could, could change each of our weights or, or Daniil, Daniil changed mine. I changed his, which I sucked at that as well. I was like watching him do chest bar and I was not quick enough as changing his plates. So now you come and this is supposed to be. So this is supposed to be 205, but I threw 15s on again. <laughs> so we got 215. Oh. So Jamie, the overachiever, is now doing <laughs> right. nine reps at 10 pounds heavier than she's supposed to. Now, were you the one that laid out the plates? Yep. <laughs> I set my station up. Ronica's like, I w- was questioning, but I wasn't going to say anything because you were in your mode. And so and I was like, it's fine. I mean... Yeah. I mean, if it mattered, you, you got to say something, but she's like, you're, you know, you're going, so, I'm not going to say anything. So at the top of the last one, it looks like you lost your grip. How grippy did this start getting? Um, like you feel it a little bit in the de- deadlift, but you, I don't feel like I noticed it until like ro- rope climb five or six maybe. Um, and then I was like, oh man, yeah, this is going quick. So I took longer breaks than I would have liked to on the rope climb. And you're, you're very proficient at rope climbs. Yeah. We, we talked like about so. this, like, like you're, you're one in a three quarter pool. Yeah. Yeah. I, you, I'm almost always make it up in two poles. I think there's two in here that I do not do in two poles. So I'm somewhat disappointed with that. These are a little bit different rope. They're like a nylon rope. They spin on you. So you can see I like, um, so they're just not, you know, they're not what I'm used to. But that's okay. Um, it's funny you say that because uh, we didn't do our weight loss podcast today, but I did check in with Cheryl. Uh, she's actually under the weather. 
And she was saying that her athlete had to go to another gym and the nylon rope threw him for a loop. Like, yeah. It, I, is, it isn't as grippy. Like you can't get as good a grip on it as a regular rope. Yeah. It's definitely different. I actually felt terrible for Daniil cause he's never, so I now come here a couple times and done rope climbs. So they're not totally foreign to me. Daniil's never used them and he took longer than I expected on his rope climb. So I felt bad for him having, you know, I, you just feel bad not being able to provide for your athletes what they should have and making them jump through, through loops, hoops, and then getting here and not everything being like what he's used to. Um, but you know, it's not, I mean, you go to comps and you don't always, you don't always get the perfect height bar. You don't always get the perfect station. So like, it's, you know, I've said that before, like things happen and you just got to deal with it. Can you read what Corey wrote? Yeah. <laughs> Jamie, for future reference, you don't have to make it any harder. It's plenty hard enough as it is. Okay. We're going to, we're going to take that to heart uh, in two weeks. <laughs> well, I will be there in two weeks. I will do the yeah. weight math for sure. Okay. I will double check everything. Perfect. Yeah. So, so yeah. This guy so anyway, you gross. finished this workout. Um, was it easier or harder than you, you imagined? I think it was harder than I imagined. Um, I really didn't. I mean, I knew nine rope climbs was going to be kind of gross and I wish I was, I wish I was like slightly more proficient with deadlifts. They, do they still spike my heart rate? And I don't know, you know, way longer breaks than I would have liked. Um, but is what it is. My favorite part is when you, when you do your walk around the rope with the mean mug <laughs> and shaking out the arms, like you're going to take someone out. <laughs> Corey says that's my one. official coaching advice for the day. Thanks Corey. I'll write that one down. That's it. Yeah. That little loop, that little half loop that you do. And then you get all, you mean muggy. <laughs> That's the best. All right. We'll stop sharing that. Um, as you did awesome to that. Um, so, well, there you are again on my other screen. Okay. So you finished that. Um, when I went to the leaderboard today, there wasn't a huge, any huge jumps or falls that I could really pick out. But let's go ahead and look at the overall worldwide leaderboard um, and just kind of walk through the top uh, 10 or 15 okay. uh, for that. And Corey says he's here for you, Jamie. Thanks, Corey. All right. Let's try to blow this up again. There we go. So number one, Mal O'Brien. Uh, what what do they call that? Uh Beginning to end, all the way through, never lost the lead. Yeah. Um, Gabby Magala second, Laura Horvath third, Ariel Lowen fourth. Um, you know, do you remember last season, before last season, when Savon said that Ariel was a one and done? Yeah. I, I think that that is no longer the case. Yeah. Yeah, she's serious. Maybe that little, little, little fire under her butt. Uh, Brooke Wells fifth, Annika Greer sixth. Um, and I got personally, you know, we, I've known Annika since she's 16 years old. 
and to see her finally submit all of her scores <laughs> and to finish sixth in the world in quarterfinals. Oh my God. Like I actually shed a tear today about that. Um, Cause I've, I've been there when it's all gone wrong and, um, and talked her through some stuff on that. And so that, that just made me happy. Uh, Emma tall seventh man in Anganese eighth, Alex Kazan, who I think lookout world, uh, she's on a steam train and she's coming for everyone. Uh, Emma Lawson's 10th. Uh, then we have like Turi and Alexis and Danielle and Emma, Amanda, and then Oyana Moya, Fee Sagafi. Great showing for Fee. Yeah. Annie, Annie Thorstutter, Danny Spiegel, Rebecca Fusile, uh, Jamie Simmons, Elisa Fuliano, Sarah Sigmund's daughter, Kelly Baker, and Claudia Gluck. That's top 25. All, all big names, right? Mm -hmm. With no surprises in that. Um, I would say Man in Anganese is probably your biggest surprise at eight, I think. But she's a stud. Like, there's no... Yeah. She just she she also didn't submit her scores last year, right? Because of daylight savings time, right? Yep, I recall that. Yeah, I, sometimes of all those, ways to get booted. Sometimes I feel like those mishaps is what you know. It just changes those athletes' mindsets, and they are they they have more to prove, more to show than some other people, and it just you know they come in hot. Uh, Corey says that man in agony sounds like a supplement he should be taking. Well, it is, she, she is, she calls herself the shark. Um, and there's a reason why she is, she is just, we actually interviewed her before rogue. She is a phenomenal athlete and a savage. Uh, so yeah, no, no mistake there. Let's go over to the men. Where wire to wire, we have another winner, and that's Justin Medeiros, Pat Vellner, uh, Dallin Pepper. Dallin Pepper did make a good jump on event five. Sam Cornier, Noah Olson, Jeff Adler, William Leahy, uh, Fabian Benito, Cole Grieshaber. Again, probably the shock on the men's side, mm -hmm. sitting there at ninth, leaving proven and only doing better. Victor Hoffer, BKG, Spencer Panchek, Lazar Jukic. I think he, he was in like 13th the entire weekend. He never went up and never went down. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, Mitchell Stevenson, Ricky Garrard, Harry Lightfoot, uh, Jack Farlow, Saxon Panchek, Roman Krennikov, Cole Sager, Bronislaw Alinkowitz. You got to say this is a shock. Top 21 in the world. Yeah, um, and all the guy has really known for is the crazy lifting ability he has. Right, but not the other stuff. Scott Tetlow, Eniel Ikai, Jason Hopper, and Jay Crouch, Chandler Smith, rounding that out in twenty twenty sixth. Just because I know he's super popular, get mm -hmm. him in there as well. So, any surprises for you, other than what I mentioned with Bronislaw and Cole on the men's side? No, um, I feel like, no, I think those are some pretty good names up there. Yeah. What, where did, where did Fikowski finish? He's down a little bit, isn't he? He is. He um, came back, I, I mean, the West, 
in the West, he's still top 10, maybe. Okay. Okay. We, let's, let's look at the North American semis real quick. Uh, we got time tonight. Uh, sure we do. There we go. West. You got Medeiros at one, Fellner at two, uh, Bill Leahy at three, Cole Grishaver at four, Fikowski seven. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So in all, you know, and I've talked to a lot of athletes, right? And I think I don't know if it's in the clip I brought over from uh, Emily, but if you're in the top ten in your region, you're in the final heat. Right. That everything else gets wiped clean. If you can be in that final heat at the end of the day, none of this matters. Right. Right. Yep. You so if Chandler Smith, Chandler Smith getting in the top ten, huge for him. To start off in that final heat, um, there's our guy, Matt Poulin, in 12th, just outside the top 10, uh, ahead of Tudor Magda, Colton Mertens. Um, and these guys, there, there's rumor that the heats are going to be 15 oh. at semis um, because they have the 60 athletes um, oh. to get through them better. Now, that is a rumor. I have not, I do not have confirmation on that at all. Right. I'm saying that out loud, but I have heard that rumor floating around that it's going to be heats of 15. That would make sense. So, yeah. So, yeah, there we go. Um, so that is our guy is in 12th there, Matt Poulin, and then our other guy, Logan Ewing, 30th. Yep. So top Good half. comeback there. Yeah, he get, finished that last workout really well. Yeah, last year he was in, he was the last guy in to semis period. Uh, he was like, I think he finished one fortieth, Um, and they took one twenty. and because of backfills, it got to him like right at the end. And this year to be solidly in the top half of his region is, is a good, good jump for him. Yeah. yeah he's gotta be happy. And he's had a same, same quant. Yeah. Some big, I mean, yeah. And Nick Matthew and Nick Matthew. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so there's going to be some people for him to go against. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anthony Davis, too. Wow, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so that is the West. Let's take a quick look at the East. And we'll we'll bounce around to some of the other countries, too, uh, just to kind of see what, what happened there. East men. Here we go. Jeff Adler. Dallin Pepper, Sam Cornier, No Olson, Spencer Pancheck, Jack Farlow. Jack Farlow, that's a great, great performance. Uh -huh. And if you don't know who that is, we've actually had him on the show twice. It is Emma yep. Lawson's boyfriend, but yep. in his own right, he's a phenomenal athlete. Yeah, super strong. Roman Krennikoff, Tyler Christoffel, Saxon, James Sprague makes top 10. One okay. spot ahead of Jason Hopper, Will Morad, Griffin, I can never say his name. Raleigh. Right. I, I think it's Raleigh. Raleigh. I don't know. That's it. I always want to say Roel. Uh, Mark Juan Jones and Cam Crockett. Um, so yeah, Here's... good top 15 there. Uh, there's Jake Berman, who we talked yeah. about off the top, who had that severe penalty um, on the first event. Nate Ackerman, 19 year old. Uh, good, good showing there. Peter Mason, he's a young kid too. 
Uh, Luke Parker makes it in, in the top half. Yeah. No, no real surprises there. No, that's about what I expect to see. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he's like a perennial games athlete to be 50th. That probably is the biggest surprise. Yeah. And maybe Mm -hmm. Mark Juan Jones in the top 15. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, I thought his best days were behind him, but it looks like he has one more run in him. Yeah. He'll probably clip that and put it up on something. Um, Let's look at the women from the East. And Mallow Brian, Brooke Wells, Annika Greer, Emma Lawson, Raptus, Brandon, Carrie, Barnhart, Sagafi, Sydney Wells, 10th. Crazy. And there were muscle ups. Yeah. And the rope climb. Been... I feel like I feel like the rope climb. Yeah, the ring muscle, she didn't do great in, but I feel like that rope climb at Granite Games. Was she at Granite Games? Yes, right? Yep. Um I feel like eight, those didn't go great. In the region. In that workout, yeah. On that last event. Maybe they spent some time. Or maybe, well, that was legless last year. That may be the issue. Yeah. But she finished ahead of Paige Powers. Yeah, crazy. That that um, Jordan there, Schweck, she, uh, she's a young girl out of um, CrossFit Tweebor. That's the other gym we occasionally will drop, drop into. She is something else. So she's just down, she's That's about 40 cool. minutes away. Uh, Tori Dyson thought she retired. There she is at 17. Um, yeah, there's our girl, Carolyn in 27th. Yeah. I would say that I don't, I, if I, if you ask Carolyn, like this was probably the programming that was least beneficial for her game. Well, she should be happy with her plates then. Yeah. Can no one go up, right? Strong. Uh, fi- I mean, it's a strong field. Yeah, so that is the east. We'll take a look at the west real quick. That's where all the girls are. I have it so blown up, it's hard to tell which way to go. <laughs> all right, here we go. Ariel Lowen wins the West. Alex Gazan right behind in second. Danny Spiegel, Rebecca Fusilay fourth. It's, cra- it's crazy to me. I, her strength must have, she must have <laughs> just spent tons of time on that. Cause she, like she crushed that barbell workout that I would not expect. Everything else yeah. I can totally see. Um, but the, her time and placement in that barbell workout is <laughs> phenomenal. Uh, we have Kelly Baker in fifth, our girl. I think we picked the right horse there to follow this season. And Emily. And Emily Rolf in sixth, Colin Brander in seventh, uh, Allison Weiss, Lauren Fisher, Olivia Kerstetter, Bailey Rail, Alexis Johnson, Freya Mooseberger, Sydney Michalishan, our other girl in 14th, Haiti Canyo, um, and then some other big names, Elia Miller, Allison Scuds, Madison McElhaney. Katrin in 20th. What do you think there? I don't know. 
I I get frustrated with the daughter's movement. Um, I'm hoping to see better movement being coached over at HWPO out of her. Um, but I don't know. I get fr- I get frustrated with some of that stuff. Gabby Spence, uh, one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. Just saying. I, I don't know her. Abby Domit, Kelly Clark. Crazy. Uh, China Cho. I know. Three three years in the Masters and top half of the West. Chloe Wilson. I think I would have thought she'd be higher. Yeah. I Yeah. I agree with. Maybe she's maybe um, she's kind of slowly getting into shape for semis, so she can blow it out of the water at semis. <clears throat> uh, Claire Truax, if people don't know who that is, um, she was a teen athlete that competed at the same time as Emma Carey, Mal O'Brien, Olivia Sulik, um, like totally stacked teen division, mm-hmm. and she finished like fourth. Nice. Uh, behind them, Marissa Flowers, who told us last year she was retiring and then came out of retirement. Um, and she is four foot ten and is the bit the, the tiniest little powerhouse you will ever see. Is she the one who had the like world record for Anne? Yes, there. Okay, yeah, I saw that. Yep, yeah, and she also, if you remember semis last year that ended with that heavy overhead walking lunge. It was twice her body weight and she went unbroken. Are you kidding me? That's crazy. Yeah. So there's the leaderboards in North America. What I'm going to do right now is take a quick break in show you guys the, one of the, the interviews I did. I'm going to start it off with Kelly Baker's coach. It's his first year coaching elite athletes. Not too shabby. Uh, And we kind of talk about that. So I am going to throw that one up first. Um, Sure I am. Gosh, thought I was prepared for this. Here we go. Enjoy. Nice to meet you, Tristan. Nice to meet you as well. And his name is Tristan Patrick. So I've been coaching Kelly basically since the last season ended and she started training again for this season. So she took some time off after the game season with the team last year. And then when she got back into training, we had had some conversations and kind of hit the ground running together. So leaderboard just came out. It did. Um, Damn. Yeah. Uh, She is looking good. Uh, Top 10 worldwide. Yep. Uh, third in the West um, yeah. with just one workout to go. So pretty much unless, and I know she already has it done, right? Um, maybe, maybe not. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, and this won't, this won't even air until after tomorrow's leaderboard. Oh no. Um, no. So we're waiting. Uh, she's going to give it a good run in the morning. Okay, cool. And yeah, that we're pretty confident in her abilities on that workout. Um, and just going in with the mindset today on that fourth one was important for us to just go in and like, Hey, let's give this one our all and then come back tomorrow, give it our all and be done. 
Awesome. Yeah, I love that. Um, yeah. Get, get a lot of rest, get refueled. Um, I know that night one, she was trying to fuel after a long day at the gym and yeah. probably playing catch up ever since then. Yeah, that first that first day is just so much. The workout's coming out, you know, at two here in Texas, and then it's like, okay, what's the order? We had some new skills, so we're trying to figure those out, and then going through the logistics and making sure the, you know, double-checking the tape lines and all that stuff, and yeah, it's just a busy day. So, um, so yeah, and I think, like, once the weekend gets going, you realize you have a little bit more time than you think you did. 100%. Because yeah. across the board, every athlete I've spoken to, like, I think other than Kelly, most of them are done. Really? Really? Yeah. I know, I know a lot of athletes do like to kind of get five knocked out and then, then you have the morning just in case you need that redo. Um, but like I said, we're pretty confident that she can kind of just hit that one and one and done it and do what she needs to do. Kelly has not been in the individual competition in five years. Right. She's been team, um, and then she had an injury where she had to kind of take a year off. What's it been like coaching someone who's been around the sport for so long and all of a sudden has this focus that they want to do it all for them now again instead of the team um, or, or whatever else is going on? It's been really, I think a blessing for me as a coach. She was really blunt when we first started. Like, I want to give this my all this season and I want to focus on me and really leave it all out there. And it's been great from the sense that she bought into the process. She bought into the training a hundred percent. She on her own accord is probably one of the best athletes I've ever seen in terms of body work, recovery, nutrition, like all of those things for her are always dialed in. So that's stuff as a coach that I've never had to worry about with her and allows us to really focus on the training side of the house and just really moving the needle there. So have you coached elite athletes at this level before? So I coached the team a little bit last year. I was part of the process there, but as far as elite individual athletes, no. So you couldn't have asked for a better first client as you <laughs> jump into this, right? No, not at all. No, it working with Kelly has been absolutely fantastic. Um, have you found a love for something you want to do going forward? hundred percent. Yeah. I, I coach full time. I coach, you know, individual athletes remotely. And then I coach here in Houston and this is kind of always what I wanted to do. And I've been coaching for a long time now. So I feel very at home doing this. Yeah. So rookie season with an elite athlete and, quarterfinals you ever top 10 in the world uh not yeah. not a bad resume start not bad <laughs> not bad i don't want to put the car before the horse but we're doing all right yeah yeah well tristan it's been awesome getting to know you in this short little time and yeah. hopefully we'll as we wrap up quarterfinals in the next week or so uh we'll be in touch again and get get you back on yeah absolutely i'd love it it was a great time chatting and it was nice to meet you all right thanks tristan we'll talk soon so pretty cool little story there. Uh, kind of first foray into the elite athlete coaching and bam. Yeah. I'd be curious 
if there's any worry that she's peaking too soon. Yeah. Well, we haven't done the wrap up show with her yet. So okay. uh, that's definitely a question I will ask. Um, it's hard to tell because she's been out of the game so long in this to know like what her fitness level was to know. Maybe this isn't her peak. Maybe yeah. she's just this fit and we haven't seen it. Like when she took time off and this is stuff I cut out of the interview, she ran a marathon. She like did other things. And I think not only did it increase some other aspects of her fitness, but it cleared her mind of mm -hmm. the grind of CrossFit. So mm -hmm. now that she's coming back, she can focus so much more on it because she's refreshed. Yeah. So uh, I want to play the other interview and then we'll, we'll wrap up some stuff. And then I have a fun little clip that I want to show as we, as we kind of go out. Um, but this one is, uh, I caught Emily last night um, as she just finished her shower, uh, but she said she felt like a million bucks um and uh yeah so we'll we'll play that right now did you get through everything healthy yes so that's a huge i'm in zero pain I, the only i have like a small scrape on my leg from the rope climb like that's it my calf feels great nice. arm feels great so yeah ha quite happy about that a aed count for kyle today Oh, he says zero. Zero. Didn't it wasn't really stressful. It was just kind of yeah. do the. It was the only thing that was stressful was the time because I'd do them both before noon, and um, it was just the setup always takes longer than you think, and clearing people out of the gym after the class, and it was getting down to crunch time there. I had to kind of do them back to back, but I did five and then I did four because oh. I didn't know how jacked up my. Uh, like flexors and abs would be. So I was like, I'll do the technical one first and then just burn it on the other one. So Jamie, the master's athlete I had do these, she said that her core and back didn't get jacked up like she thought. Yeah, you know, I thought it would be way worse. You definitely feel it, like the hip flexors on the row. You're like, oh, I can't lean back. It's going to be more arms. But, you know, I feel fine right now. I don't know, yeah. maybe tomorrow when I wake up, they might be really sore, but I doubt yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, if you look at my scores, <laughs> I'm pretty fit and good at the CrossFit. Um, yeah. Of course, the workout three just let me down a bit. But, you know, if you look, I think a lot of the girls that beat me, I've beaten them in three out of the four workouts. But because there's, I'm getting a 300 and something, you know, that, that hurts you a little. But the, the positive thing is when you go to semifinals and games, there's not that many people. So. Correct. <laughs> kill me as much which is good yeah um uh looking at the leaderboard and you're going to be in a good place you'll put you'll be in the top 10 for the west which is where you need <laughs> to be to be in that good heat uh to start off and be in a good position that's yeah that's exactly the goal going in come out healthy stay healthy and be in the top 10 and be in the, the top heat two months of good training with a healthy body yes i'm looking forward to that yeah so all in all good quarters yeah it was good always always learn some things and um yeah i'm looking forward to a I say a rest tomorrow a work day <laughs> and then um yeah take a few chill days and then hunker down for semifinals yeah and did you have fun 
you have fun with uh, the community and you know everyone i, think I love her honesty said oh it was so much fun like i was talking to brent was it today <laughs> yeah. um yeah we were just like chatting on the phone about the workouts and stuff and he was like it wasn't fun i was like no it wasn't really <laughs> like if we're being honest it's not that fun <laughs> um but it feels good when it's done I, what I love most about her is she has the worst poker face in the world. Yeah. You know how she feels about everything and she's going to be transparent and honest with you about how she feels. Yeah. Um, it's funny because when I, when I talk to her, I feel like I'm talking to you. Like you guys I are very see. similar athletes. Yes. And, and I feel that same way. Like if I can make it to a comp with 20, 30, 40 people, obviously that strength Peace will not. I've always modeled myself after like Sam Briggs. Um, and then like, and then more recently Haley, but longer in the score, obviously Sam. And, you know, the, the, if you can make it, you don't have those expect like that's, you know, in the open, you've got thousands and thou hundreds of thousands of people mucking up the leaderboard with a strength event. I, that's why I think there's no place for a one rep in, in the open. Um, and I really don't think there's, much of a place for a one rep in quarters. And then if you do it at semis, fine, that's perfect place. Like the hit isn't going to be the same. Um, so yeah, she, I, I totally get what she's saying there. Like, yeah, I have a 300 that my husband will do that too. He's like, well, you, you're down here, but you beat these people in like all four workouts. Well, well, what can you do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's uncanny how it's similar to the two of you are. Um, so let's, let's take a quick look at a couple of the other leaderboards around the world. And then I have a special treat because she started talking about her conversations with Pat and Brent. And we dive into that a little bit. And she has one of the best zingers I have ever heard at the end of this little thing that I cut. It's only about, a, yeah, you'll have to see it. It's awesome. Um, but it's, it's the, it starts off as the difference between Pat and Brent Okay. and the advice and the advice they give her. And okay. then she talks about how similar she is to Brent at the end that they, they have very similar abilities. And then okay. there's a zinger, um, for Pat at the end. So please, if you're going to watch that stick around to the end, it's definitely worth it. All right. So I'm going to share screen once I get. Uh, I feel like sh I feel like they the three of them or I mean a couple of them usually it's her and Pat that do these workouts together, um, but maybe that's yeah, only yes. Yeah. She was invited to do that, um, but because of her work schedule and the time and the travel, it just wasn't worth it this time. Yeah. She she told me early on in the weekend. So let's look at Europe real quick. And kind of get just a top 10 of who's over there. Megala uh, hey, or Megawa, uh, Laura Horvat, Emma Tall, Man in Anganese, Turi, Oyana Moya, uh, Annie Thor's daughter, Andrea Solberg, um, Sarah Sigmund's daughter, and Elisa Fuliano. Um, Andrea Solberg is one of my favorite people in the world, too. Interviewed her before Rogue. She is a gymnast extraordinaire. Um, but the weights just kill her. Yeah. Um, so let's look like 
65th on that weight, which isn't too bad. I mean, yeah, 630 is um, pretty solid. 15th, 17th, 5th, and 14th. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely an outlier. Uh, Sarah, that second workout with the jump rope, 794th, but then 11th, 6th, 2nd. Wow. Eighth. Crushed that last workout. Alisa Fuliano, uh, 4th, 25th, 9th, 46th, and 42nd. Uh, so that was, that seemed to be a bit of a fall off to 10. Yeah. Uh, my girl, my girlfriend, Matilde Garnis, um, she made it in at 13th. And if you don't know that joke, she asked me to braid her hair at Wadapalooza. Oh, she um, was my, uh, launcher leaderboarder athlete, uh, for rogue. So I was following her quite a bit. Ooh, that's, that's a shock. Jacqueline Dahlstrom in 19th. Yeah. What'd she get on that third workout? Okay. So good. Pretty good. What was the second one? Crossover single unders. Yeah. Finished with the third. Interesting. Well, she probably won't see those again, really. So, uh, Emma McQuaid, 25th. How many make it out of this one? 60. Oh, 60 out of this one too. Okay. So yeah. just not in the bottom. heat. So okay. Like they're in solidly. They're just probably not in that top heat. Right. Uh, to start. Yeah. And then we're in names. I just don't know anymore. Nope. I don't know these ones either. Can't help you. There's Julie Hugard. I know that one. That's about it. Yeah. But isn't she like a team athlete? Yeah, I think so. Primarily? I think she usually goes on the team. Yeah. Yeah. And then let's switch to men. Uh, Uh, Fabian Benito, he was the one that won Dubai, correct? I believe so. Victor yeah, Hoffa, so. BKG, Lazar, Harry Lightfoot, Reggie Fassa, Yonikowski, Anoy Akai, um, Moritz Fiebig, Enrico Zanoni, Bronislav Aldis Upeniks, Alex Katulis, Henrik Kaipalainen. Uh, Luka Jukic, nineteenth. Uh, Georges Carvas, he was a qual. He went to the games last year, twenty uh, second. Yeah, and then we're we're out mm-hmm. of my depth. Yep, we're in the the Brian friend zone now. Yep. <laughs> so, not. I would say probably the biggest surprise onto the negative would either be Heinrich. Um, or Georges. Yeah. Um, I would have expected them a little bit higher. Um, and then I don't know who Henry Lightfoot is. Harry. I don't know. Harry I don't Lightfoot. know who he is either. He's young, um, right? To be fifth. He, uh, 24. 24. Oh, with Zoolander. And he, and he looks it. very much like <laughs> Zoolander. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that movie. Um, so there we go. Let's head over to Oceana. Oceana man. Ricky Garrard wins. James Newberry, third. Wow. Dang. 
I thought he was kind of off doing other things. Yeah. That's that's surprising to see him up there. And Khan got hurt. Did I see that correctly? That's correct. He withdrew. Okay. Yeah. So, and then Zeke Grove all the way down to 24th. Hmm. Now this is just top 30. Oh, so Bailey O'Brien is possibly out depending on who. Yeah. Depending on team and all of that stuff. Yeah. Again, I know probably your top five. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm, I'm out. Now, Amy, my co-host, Amy, she studies Australia. Does she? Cause she loves Australian men. <laughs> I guess that's a good group to follow. And then women, Jamie Simmons wins. Uh, Brianny Chalice. Yeah. Brianny. Do not know that person. Ellie Turner, third. Uh, Georgia Pryor, Laura Clifton. Maddie Sturt in ninth. Uh, Gemma Hauk in tenth. Caitlin Van Zyl in yeah. 16th. I would have expected her up a little higher. Yeah. Bailey Rogers. Love her. I thought I would hope was hoping she'd be a little higher. But I'm yeah. happy to see uh, Georgia done. Pryor up there. She she uh moves beautifully. Georgia Pryor, Georgia Pryor. She was like fourth. I mean, she's way up there. She I I think she did wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, fourth. Yeah. That's solid. And how old is she? I don't know how old she is, but young. Yeah. I mean, I when I watched her, I think it was semis last year, I tried to follow her a lot. And like I mean, she, her movement just impressed the heck out of me. Um, but she seemed to be somebody who struggled with the real heavy. What did she get in that third workout? She may have improved that a little bit. Pro probably her worst workout because her gymnastics are wonderful. And when she is cycling yeah. a lighter barbell, she just moves beautifully. Fifth, ninth, thirteenth, and second. Yeah. And then yep. the 40th. Yeah. And no shock, Ellie Turner won that third event. Yeah. yeah. And oh. the second event. And I think she got a penalty in the first event. Yeah. Like um, over a minute, I think. Her and... Yeah. Yeah, I heard. Yeah. Yeah. Her and your, uh, your TTT guy, Jake mm -hmm. Berman, right? <laughs> uh, so yeah, Ellie probably would have won this without that penalty. Yeah. She definitely yeah, would have at least taken second. I mean, that's only a three point difference. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say she'd be in second. Yeah. Jamie crushed it. Good for her. She did. And how'd she do on the third one? 16th? That's, That's pretty good damage impressive. control. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, I will be honest and say if I we go to Asia or South America or Africa, I'm not going to know. Yeah, we're going to know like one or two names. <laughs> so I'm going to leave that at that. Okay. Um, I want to... I want to first thank you so much for doing this this weekend. This has been a blast yeah. hanging out with you and talking about all this stuff. Um, and hopefully we can do that more throughout the season. 
Yeah. Um, and you can be our expert. Uh, another thing I want to tell everybody is this week for sure, we have Fisa Gaffi on Wednesday coming on the show for a full interview. I have been in conversations with Amanda Barnhart. Um, and I'm thinking it's this week, um, but she doesn't, because I think she went to HWPO for the quarters. Oh, so it was, so it was, she had to get back to Ohio and then figure out her schedule once she got back to determine when we could do it. Cause she's still, she's not with Harry. Well, she's stayed with Harry and Harry went over to HWPO, right? So. Yeah. Harry went first. Okay. And she, she waited a year and then went. Okay. And now Harry's her coach again, which right. will be, which will be a conversation we're going to have. Yeah. Cause I know when, when I first met Harry, like they were tight. Mm-hmm. Her Sam Quant and Harry were inseparable. Um, and then when all that kind of shifted, Sam left, Harry left, like the writing was on the wall that Amanda mm-hmm. was probably going to leave too. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, I'm excited about that. Our round table will be tomorrow with the full cast and crew and you know, who the hell knows what happens on that show, whatever, you know, if some, if cat fell off something or, you know, whatever, we don't even know what the subject is till we get in there, but I'm guessing we'll talk a little bit about quarterfinals yeah, and some of the news of the weekend. Um, so I'm excited about that. Uh, we're going to get wrap up reports from all of our athletes. Um, the one athlete we didn't get to talk about is Elena. Mm-hmm. Um, and she did fall a little bit after event five. And yep. it looks like we're losing her after this round, but she's young. And I think she learned a ton and she'll tell you that it's only going to make her better. Um, it's only going to make her better for next season. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, everything's good. And with that, I'm I want to leave everybody with this really fun video of, uh, Emily Rolf discussing her relationship that she has built with Pat and uh, Brent and the differences between them and then the similarities uh, at the end, uh, which is hilarious. So with that, I am going to leave you with this. Last question. Let me ask you about that relationship with Pat and Brent. Like, mm-hmm. That's that developed over time, right? Where you guys yep. kind of became training partners and and got feedback from each other. How has that made you a better athlete today? Um, well, everything. They're they're so knowledgeable, both of them. Um, in terms of like workout strategies and you know, where I need to be, like I I talked to both of them today and then just kind of like, Oh shit. Like, do I need to redo that to stay in the top heat? Like, am I good? And they're kind of like, like they're so good to bounce, bounce ideas off of and you know, anything really. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. And what's okay. cool is it's, it's very similar to that, like Tia Matt thing, right? You're not a comp, you're not competition to them. So they can be free with all the knowledge and not feel bad about they it. Can. I don't know. I, I said to Kyle, I have to be careful because like one minute I'm talking to Brent and then he's like, I got this and do this and this. And then one minute I'm talking to Pat and he's like, I got this. And I was like, okay, like 
I have to, I cannot betray their trust and be like, go to Pat and be like, hey, Brent got this. Like, there's no way I'm ever going to do that um, because they're trusting me to tell me these things um, only to help me. So I've got to do the same back. And, you know, it's kind of cool. Like if I do a workout first, I'll message them and be like, um, it was all about this or like my shoulders, you know, like just little, it's nice to go over <coughs> things. And I think, <laughs> I think guys do that more. Girls on the whole are a little more tight-lipped. I would say, yeah, um, we don't do it as much, but yeah. So you're right. It's nice to have someone who I'm not in direct competition with. Well, first I've learned that world of not betraying trust, talking <laughs> to seven of you at one time and keeping all of that tight lipped. Uh, it's been crazy. Um, but I love it. And then second, do you, who, who gives you better, better Intel? Like who are you more similar to as an athlete? So you get better intel from, or are they equally as good? Uh, Brent versus Pat? Yeah. Uh, Brent's way more analytical. Pat's way more, just go do it. Just like, go faster. <laughs> like, okay. lift, lift Not more. everyone's lift as more. talented yeah. as you, Pat. <laughs> just lift heavier. <laughs> Whereas well, Brent will be like, well, at 124, I was transitioning and my transition was 15 seconds. And then I went to this and then like, I'll get that from him and Pat will just be like, just go do it. <laughs> okay. On the surface, you and Brent seem to be very similar in, in your athletic ability. Mm. Like he had to grow strength to make the games. Um, and now he's actually pretty good at the strength stuff. Um, yeah. But when he first started, that was not his forte. Yeah. And he's still like, he'll tell you, you know, upper body strength, shoulder pressing, like that's a work in progress. And then, yeah, I mean, I'm the same way, obviously, with top end strength, but, uh, you know, Pat can't swim. So we've all got our downfalls. <laughs> <laughs> it always comes down to that, right? <laughs> got to get him for something. <laughs> right. Oh, that's good. See, now it's an official podcast. Oh, I man. Myself. Oh. He did so good. So good. Like, th this was three days in a row. I did not mute myself until now. Oh, boy. Uh, but I love that. That I love that that relationship. And, and you can tell that they jab at each other, too, yeah. as much as anything else. But to finish off, well, well Pat can't swim. So there it is. So good. Well, everybody, um, thank you so much. And Jamie, thank you for taking time out to do this. It's been awesome. Um, Loved it. It's only going to be, what, less than two weeks, and uh, I'll know. get to see you. So with yeah. that, everybody, have a great rest of your weekend. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Don't forget, Feast Agafi this week, hopefully Amanda Barnhart, and our roundtable tomorrow. And I think, I think also a music show is coming back with maybe Allison Scuds. Nice. So. With all of that, we will see you next time on the Clydesdale Media Presents, the athletes of the 2023 CrossFit Games season.